Board. James Board. I'm Luke. I'm Lars. And I'm Dan. This is our retrospective of every James Bond film ever made. How is everyone doing? It's been a bit. It's been since May, I think? It's September. It's the end of September right now. But I think last time we did this was in May. It's, yeah, tomorrow it's a, is October. <laughs> yeah, it's been a bit. Um, I think we, we've done it since May. I, don't, I can't remember, but... We're, we're doing okay. We're kind of battening down the hatches here um, at the Farabee House in Greensboro. Um, Ian and his remnants are coming up here and uh, kind of causing havoc. Um, but uh, other than that, we're, we're doing okay. Good. Yeah, we're supposed to get... Uh, we got a, a, just a tiny amount of rain uh, this afternoon. It's supposed to rain tonight, but... It's not supposed to be any wind. It's just some rain, and then it's tomorrow. I just shower, so we've uh, definitely lucked out, as opposed to our Floridian friends. Yeah, and South Carolina. Ugh. Yeah, I have a I have a a conference that I'm heading to on Sunday in Wilmington, and uh, Aunt Mickey sent us a picture of Wrightsville Beach, where it's right in front of the hotel I'm supposed to stay at. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, about two feet of water, and it's like, well, <coughs> wow. I don't know if we're gonna still have the con. They, they tell me I'm still having the conference, <laughs> so I'm gonna go rent a, a canoe and take that with me when I drive down there. But we'll we'll see. Mom, mom found mom found the um, the webcam on the the uh, the blockade runner. It's a hotel on right. Oh Beach. yeah, yeah, yep. You can watch it. It was it was pretty spectacular. Yeah. Um, this is at the other end. It's at the Holiday Inn mm-hmm. Resort. So it's like blockade runners. You go right off the bridge. Holiday Inn, you go left. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. With all that being said, we watched another James Bond movie. <laughs> yes, we did. And so- my drink that I have tonight. Um, so, it, you know, Hurricane. I figured... I'll make some dark and stormies, which is, you know, delicious Jamaican rum, um, ginger beer, lime, you know, really goes with the, uh, the feeling. And instead tonight, I'm just having a beer because, um, this movie blue and, um, was not what, uh, you would expect, uh, you know, you, you expect one thing with a James Bond movie and then you get something else. And that's what, um, this was. See, I was expecting you to make a screwdriver with tang. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. That, that, that would have been better. That would have been better. You're you're right. Oh, we, yeah. you missed you're it. right. I missed it. Well, you and gotta, I didn't. You I, wait I, for I, another one in space. Well, see, I, I put as much thought into it as the writers of this movie did. Um, so, it was. I'm I'm gonna refrain, and I want to hear what answer. y'all. I want to hear what y'all think. We yeah. watched. So Moon we're talking Raker. about Moonraker. Yeah, Moonraker. Moonraker. So we watched Moonraker, made in 1979, or released oh, in 1979. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. I said, oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> so the brief synopsis, a Drax Industries Moonraker space shuttle on loan is hijacked, and Bond is ordered to investigate. Bond meets the owner of the company, Hugo Drax, and one of Drax's scientists, Dr. Holly Goodhead. Bond follows the trail to Venice, where he establishes that Drax is manufacturing a nerve gas, deadly to humans but harmless to animals. 
Bond again meets Goodhead and finds out she is a CIA agent. Bond then travels to the Amazon looking for Drax's research facility where he is captured. He and Goodhead pose as pilots on one of the six space shuttles being sent by Drax to the hidden space station. There Bond finds out that Drax plans to destroy all human life by launching 50 globes containing the toxin into the Earth's atmosphere. Bond and Goodhead disable the radar jammer hiding the sp station from Earth and the U.S. sends up platoons of Marines in, military in a military <laughs> space shuttle. During the battle, Bond kills Drax and his station is destroyed. So, here's the thing. I, here's the thing. I didn't hate this movie. It's excruciatingly long. Oh, my God. It's oh excruciatingly God. long, but it is definitely his second best outing. It was, it was over two hours long. Yep. <coughs> I, I, read a few, I read a few things about this that, you know, some of the, the critics in 1979 loved the movie there was just and all the special effects and the spacesuits and all that stuff but there was he said it was this really good effects looking for a story yeah i can see that yeah uh, um what blows me away is for a movie called moonraker and for the 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 response to to star wars that this was intended to be y yep that it's what the last maybe half an hour of the movie that we're in space, and here's it was here's insane. Yeah. He, okay. So this is this is this movie can't tell what it wants to be. It's trying to be Goldfinger, and then it also switches midway and wants to be Thunderball, but the entire time it's the Spy Who Loved Me. But but failing failing poorly at all three. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're, you're um, absolutely you're absolutely right, Lucas. There were bits yep. of it. Like w there was one scene where I saw the, you know, they were at Drax's facility and, and there was astronaut training and it was a bunch of people in t-shirts doing jack jumping jacks. Yeah. And I just brought back to wow, this is like in was it Doctor No or, or not Doctor No from Russia with Love where they were training the assassins in the little to go kill facility. to go kill James Bond exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh. <clears throat> yeah, it um couple couple surface level things first. This is lame stuff and I'll I'll get into the other things after. Drax, every time he came on the screen, I kept looking I, I did it multiple times. I don't know why I did it multiple times, but every time he came on the screen, I Wikipedia'd the guy to see if he was related to Peter Dinklage. Because he looked exactly like him, and I did it more than once that I looked up. Well, maybe maybe they figured something else out over the course of these two hours that I've watched this because he looks just like Peter Dinklage. Um, so I I did that. That was one thing. I liked the Rio part. Again, this is you know bumfuck Iowa. Look at James Bond going to the Christ Redeemer statue and, like, down in the Bay of Rio. That was a cool, like, oh, yeah. James Bondy location, right? That was that was really cool. Um, I like that a lot. I like, you know, he's at Carnival or Carnival. You know, that's that's James Bond location. Yeah. 
There's Ma- a lot of those. The Vi- Venice is. There were Ven- lots oh, Ven- of Venice. Venice. Absolutely. Like that. This is. They're getting it right. Like that. We are at James Bond locations. We are. We are jet setting, and this is really great. Um, As a matter of fact, one one of the reviewers in 1979 said James Bond had to sprint to keep up with all the locations that he was <laughs> seeing. <during> yes, <laughs> no, you're, you're you're right. Um, but again, like we we've we've talked about how these movies kind of have exposed people to these, yeah. and and yeah. and it did that very well done, very well done there. But on the heels of, I think we all said Spy Who Loved Me was was really good. Like mm-hmm. in retrospect, that's a real, that's a good movie. That that was a solid James Bond outing, and it just felt like it was another one of those like turning point movies where, from Russia, from Russia with Love was a, a, a turning point movie. You could go this way or this way, and it started going this way, and then on Her Majesty's Secret Servants was hey we could go this way or this way, well we went this way, right. and then Spy Who Loved Me was hey you know what. No, we're not going to be silly anymore. We're going to make we're going to make a good movie, and they did. And now we can go this way or this way, and then fucking Jaws shows they up went again. Everywhere. God <laughs> yeah. damn, Jaws shows up, and like, uh, well, well, that's there's... where that's where mar- that's where marketing came in. Golly, I read, I read about this. Why he was in the movie? That they the producers got all of these fan mail from children that said they wanted him back in the movie, but they wanted him as a good guy. So that's why at the end he kind of turns into he does this the, he does the good f- guy face turn, thing. yeah. Yeah, and it was because of fan pressure. Which and then, is crazy. Like, and then just a little... You know, he's always been of his time. So I have to kind of keep reminding myself of that. Like, you, you mentioned that Dad, when and Dr. No, he walks by a painting. And it's a painting that was famously stolen. Right? So, like, that was a little, like, classy right at the gag. the same time period. Yeah. Classy yeah. gag that, hey, he is of this time period. So, when he goes to the code and types in... Bum, 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 well, Close Encounters had just come, in at, come out, right? So, oh, you know, it... In retrospect, like for me, that's so that's, silly. Well, for me, I I forgot that I was trying to place where that what that that tone was from. Yeah, I had yeah. forgotten that. It's so close encounters. Yeah. Um, so it's <clears throat> it's of its time, or like when he's he's the gaucho and riding the 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 horse. The Is it fuck? Bonanza or what? What what is that song? No. That's no, it's seven, a magnificent. Yeah. It's a magnificent seven. seven. Okay, okay. Thank, I I, I wrote that one down too. I'm like, oh my god. I couldn't remember what I, I knew. It was some like I was like, is it the Searchers? Is it Bonanza? Well, for, okay, for magnificent me, seven. Okay. Every time they every time they did that, that was perfect. That, it took us out of it. <laughs> every time they did that, it. It yanked me out of the story. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it all makes of a sudden, no I'm sense. Like, oh, wait a minute, I'm in. I'm in an experience now, not a movie with a story. It's, it's just silly. Well, I'm not. I'm not scared for James Bond no. or the world. Right. I'm just watching a silly no. thing. Well, then all these. There's a lot of things like you know when he when they're in, when they get to the. Uh, uh, 
Dr. Goodhead is showing her, showing them around the facility, and they go, oh, and here's our centrifuge where we're, where we're training the astronauts. Immediately, I said, okay, he's going to get in the centrifuge, and she's going to leave for some reason, and the bad guy is going to spin the centrifuge around really fast and almost kill him. That was like, in a nanosecond, I said, okay, this is what's going to happen. Right. It's, and it's that's tele- exactly it's what happened. And, it was, and sometimes, sometimes being telegraphed is fine. It just, it's, it's way too obvious, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Yeah, I wouldn't say this was telegraphed. This was like a mallet to the forehead. I mean, <laughs> yeah, this is... Oh. Yeah, the laser guns. Oh. oh. And that's all we have, that's all we, all we really have to say about it. What we just did there. But, ugh. See, and that, and that whole sequence, that was Thunderball. Remember yes, it was. the, under, the underwater mean. sequence when the two teams came out and started fighting each other with spear guns underwater. All of a sudden, it's the silver bad guys and the I forget what they had on yellow or tan or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think it was yellow. Yeah, yeah, that, fighting exactly with laser I mean. beams it's... in outer space. But the His Thunderball, the, the the difference is that in Thunderball, there's actually tension. We're right. kind of we're and we're good worried music. about and there's good music. And we don't know what's actually going to happen. And we also th- care about James Bond. Like, all, all the stuff, right? So, mm. in retro- again, t- take away all that. It's a silly underwater fight with spear guns. Right? Like, you know, it really is. A, like, Thunderball is a silly underwater fight with spear guns. But they've done all this stuff to help you connect with Build yeah. attention, yeah. And, and, for, we're, we're also and for me, when I was a kid, and watch, yeah. When I was watching it as a kid... I just thought that was the coolest thing in the world. You had scuba gear on, and oh. you could actually do that stuff. Laser guns. And and what were you what were you saying, Lucas? You were oh well, Thunderball. As I said, this is what I meant by the movie wants to be thunder. Like the stuff with Drax yeah. is very clearly the stuff with with Art Goldfinger, and then the high stakes villain plot is is the uh, is Thunderball. But this... what's the what's the guy in Thunderball's name? I forget his. Do you remember his name? Uh, Largo, not Blowfield. Largo. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So what I mean is, uh, at the end of of um, at the end of Thunderball, we're only four movies in, so there's still tension of I don't know if James Bond can do this. We're yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Le- we're now yeah. eleven movies in. I know that this that the problem's going to be solved because it's a James Bond movie. This is very much a oh, this is a James <laughs> Bond movie. This isn't a spy movie. This is a James Bond movie, and the negative connotation well, therein. Drax even said your your reputation reputation precedes you. When he met him, I'm like, well, yeah. hell, you're not even a spy anymore. Yeah. yeah. How does he have a reputation? How do you how do you know who I am? <laughs> and I'm a pretty like, shitty spy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm hey I'm James Bond, not so secret agent. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of a now, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a mumbled about agent. <laughs> I I would I want your I want you guys' opinion. I I actually kind of like the very first sequence, the parachute jump. That was pretty cool. Where they jumped out of the airplane at yeah. the very beginning, and <coughs> he he didn't have a parachute, and and that was actually that was the first time that stuntmen had ever done that. That um. Okay, that was pretty cool. So it's that it's it's not as good as Point Break. Oh no! Yeah, but Point Break comes out uh, eleven. I know, 
I know, but I'm all. I also come out 11 years later, and so do you. <laughs> <laughs> so we've seen. I saw Point Break before I saw Moonraker, so that that jump mm-hmm. is impressive. I still don't understand how people do that. So I guess that's do, what is impressive to me. Like as what? someone that as someone that has jumped out of a plane, I, I've done that. I don't know how you like dive and like move mm-hmm. your hands and like fly around to catch somebody because you're not a bird because you're not a bird you're you're the subject of gravity mm-hmm. yeah but you also and, and, and momentum of, of wind resistance and that's yeah. what a lot of that is but mm-hmm. but it, you know I, I someone fell out of a plane we're also moving at a certain amount of speed and now i jump out how do i catch up with that person well it's like yeah. that what's the what's the the uh, mission impossible movie he does the math on the window of needing to do the. Uh... But he was attached to a rope. That was the. I third know, but what I. That's what the third I'm, yeah, one. The fulcrum. The ful- Yeah, he, he yeah. makes a fulcrum. Well, I, I'm not saying that he needs to be on the be on a rope, but I'm saying it's the. These are. You're wondering how he does that. It's because he's James Bond and he's he's smart. That's why I'm bringing it up. It's we don't see the. No, no, you're doing no, the you're, you're right. But he yeah. but is, he does the math. He does the he he does, he's not showing his work on the glass like. Tom Cruise does on the window, but he's doing the math in his head. Okay, right. No, but I, well, I, but at that at that point, he he didn't have any choice because he got pushed out of the window. So, mm-hmm. right, yeah. <laughs> but it, it it was, but then what this movie was was that great. We're we're it's really exciting, really exciting stuff. He's falling out of an airplane. He's tr- he's diving. He's going to catch this guy, and then Jaws comes, and he takes the parachute from jaws and then the silly music comes in and doesn't he fall into a tent he falls into a like circus a tent. Yeah. circus tent circus tent and it's like okay yeah like you you've diffused every bit of tension mm-hmm. that these movies should have yep i don't know i i, I it's you know there, there's some they're in space and like the space station's buckling the that space looks station sequence is pretty great. cool. Yeah. That's pretty space cool. Space station was cool. Yeah, that's it good looks stuff. Good. It looks crunchy. It looks reasonable for the time period. Yeah. Pardon the lasers. Um, but... No, that looks like a that <laughs> like you know when when it was yeah. crumbling and crunching. That looks like something that would be built in 1979. And but there's tension that, to that. Like that, fine, that is a level of tension fine. to it. Yep. But that that all works. About... Did you see the level of tension with the gondola hovercraft? Okay, that was just ridiculous. Uh, Ugh. Oh my god! Like all the people, like the waiters, like pouring beer on a guy and like doing a this and doing it's just it's I don't know. It, it's weird for me for a series after eleven movies to still trying to figure out what they are. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels mm-hmm. like. It feels like it's still trying to figure out what are we doing with James Bond. Because it was like this and this and this and this, and it feels like, oh, hey, Spy Who Loved Me. People yeah. like this one, and this was really good. They didn't make another Spy Who Loved Me. You know, when when they made Goldfinger, like they're like, oh my gosh, people like Goldfinger, so we're gonna make another Goldfinger, but like biggerer, and that was right. what Thunderball <laughs> was, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't, but this was not a biggerer. Spy Who Loved Me. This was just no. a, hey, let's do some wacky stuff. 
It's almost this like like a bunch of admin getting in a room and going, "Okay, Star Wars just came out. They really like that. Um, so we'll do right. some space stuff. Um, we'll do some gag bits with um, a uh, the Close Encounters music. Uh, it just there there was no continuity to the whole thing. There no, was that, no that, real a tiny little story. Which this is actually the la- one of the last books I've read of the series. Oh. Well, I, I, actually, I, I may have read a couple others, but I, this was actually one I remembered because I think there's a card game in it where he has to like bust out Drax or like he has to like get get yep. a a sense mm-hmm. of what Drax who who Drax is, and like he takes like a bunch of like methamphetamines and like it's really intense, and then he and Holly Goodhead are actually in the blast chamber for the rocket. So it's not a space station, but he's in charge of these rockets. Drax wants to shoot a rocket at the U.S., basically. You mean there's tension? Mm-hmm. And yes. Like, there's actually, like, crap. Like, he, yeah. he, he, there's something going on here. So there's very little elements of that in this movie. But it's just, it, to, like Lucas, you said, it's long. It just feels bloated. Oh. Yeah. Well, because it, it's, that's why I mentioned it's three movies stitched together. It's the... It's the villain. Yeah. It's it's Goldfinger, with thunder, you know, with Thunderball stylings, with the stakes of um, Spy Who Loved Me. Because Holly Goodhead's fine, but Holly Goodhead is Agent Triple X from, mm. from Spy Who Loved mm-hmm. Me. Because it's it's the same kind oh, of oh yeah yeah, and it's the same kind of world catastrophe. I want to end. I want to have a new order under the sea, except this time it's in space. Did you guys notice that there were Seven Up logos everywhere? Yes. Yeah. I couldn't. Wow. I mean, I the, you don't really see product placement that far back. But now let me drink this coke. Seven Up everywhere. Yeah, that that was everywhere. The, at him, least so, the Johnny. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, at go least ahead. the sheriff didn't show up. The sheriff oh. didn't show up. Thank God. Um, I I will. It was weird. Um. You know, there's certain things in James Bond movies that you just kind of, whatever, it's James Bond. But mm-hmm. like when he's holding onto the chain, sliding down the the trolley line, I'm like, well, no, he he would just slip off of that. Yeah, he would slip off of that very quickly, <laughs> and hmm. I don't know. It, it just just the whole the whole thing was just. Um, <clears throat> like the the song wasn't that compelling. No, I remembered the song. I don't even being, remember it. No, I remember. I don't remember seeing this movie. I remember the Moonraker song, and then I realized what I actually remembered was me humming the words Moonraker to Goldfinger. Moonraker. <laughs> oh, that would have been a much better song. Much better. They should have just done that. Yeah. Uh. You know, and one thing, and we've talked about this before, fashion-wise, uh, I can't stand, like, blazers and khakis, but the big wide things. He's he's never dressed to kill. Not in a, I'm not talking about a tuxedo, but, like, Sean Connery always wore a suit, and it was a gray suit. with You know, it, it, he'd look sharp. What was with the Johnny Cash look with, with him? He was a, in all black in a bunch of 
seams. Yep. And that looked good. An all black shirt and yep. when he was at the when he was at the when he's over overlooking Drax's um airfield. Yeah. Suit looked really good on him. But I don't get it. It was stark and striking. And yeah. any time that he's with a woman, I know that he was it just it seems like any time that he was like seducing anybody or whatever, it was again perfunctory. Whereas yeah. George Lazenby, even George Lazenby, and obviously Sean Connery, like stuff's getting done <laughs> in, in, the, in those scenes, you know. Just and I'll leave it at that. But with Roger Moore, like it just it just oh. seemed very it 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 seems forced. very t- it it's forced and it's also it's TV yep. sex scenes. Yes. Yeah. Does that make I, does I that make sense? That like yeah, it does. It, I wrote down every time he kissed anybody, it was always forced. It didn't look real. Right, but and that might be it because he was on the Saint. Like he, he, you know, he's he's coming from a TV actor background. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a difference between what you can show on TV and what you can show in a movie, right? And I and yeah. that's that's what what I've gotten from him is that he's a TV James Bond. He's not James Bond. I don't. I don't know if that's. Yeah. It's because he's not. He doesn't seem rough. He seems so much more. That might be it too. And and that might that might be it too. Yeah. And it, and he mm-hmm. is so. That's the best way to describe it in my mind is that he's just so much more of a the English gentleman. I can't take him seriously trying to sleep with everyone around him. And yeah, no, throw, and, 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 and that's right too. Throw yep. people at him all the time, and he has zero chemistry with them. Oh, yeah, no, he, he Actually, is. That's a that's a good way to put it, Lucas. There's yep. no chemistry. You're yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. Um, that he's almost too too nice and and mm-hmm. almost like too British. <clears throat> well, that's why they <laughs> had him in in the uh, in some of the other ones. Um, uh, like be roughing up and hitting people because they tried to make they tried to counterbalance that by making him more gruff and it just doesn't land. Right. Whereas like Scottish rogue James Bond and like Australian Lazenby, they're not that like like yeah you know, British p- 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 Cheerio. <laughs> You know, well, every <laughs> beans and toast, beans and toast, beans and toast, <laughs> beans and toast, should... beans and toast. Exactly. They should get Mr. Bean. To I love, I love, I love that we've reduced an entire culture to that. But that's that's really yeah. what you're absolutely right, though. It's that that's what it 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 looks like, and um, that's not what he reads on the page, and that's not what no. we've established in the first couple of movies. So then. It, having it be this kind of departure from that is is jarring. Yes. Um, yep. So I mean, when I was reading when I was reading about this movie, when Ian Fleming wrote the book, he wrote the book intending for it to be a movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was already looking for it, and but if you read the book, like you said, Lars, it's it ain't this movie. No. I don't know. I there's just a, a bunch of it. I just. I was just thinking out, thinking while watching this, and I, and I actually had to watch this in two evenings because I just couldn't do it. I took a nap midway through. In one through. sitting. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. It was just too long. But where did all these spacemen come from? 
Where did all those astronauts come from? So exactly, we. This is something that we've already always talked about. That there's all these henchmen, and is it difficult to get a bunch of henchmen to go to a volcano lair? I'm sure it is. Is it more difficult to pe- get people up to a space station? I gotta no, believe I, that it is. I gotta believe that it is. I, I can't. <laughs> Bath Bath Ironworks can't even hire people to go to Maine. Go to Maine, right? <laughs> As contractors, and he's dragging people up in space. Up he's going to pay really well. Oh yeah, he must. Yeah, it's probably in Drax. It's, it's in Drax bucks. All of the silver, all, so yeah, five all the pounds. silver, all the silver spacemen, all the silver astronauts, the good guys. Were they like the precursor to Space Force? Well, they actually. Yeah. Sa- it says on the side of of. That space shuttle, Marines. It says on the side of their space shuttle, Marines. So this is the precursor to the aliens, Space Marines. Exactly. Ah. Which is better than the Warhammer 40,000 Space Marines. <laughs> I, th- that, that would be a hard, like, I could see, like, the, the, like at the, the bad guy temp agency. Well, well, we, well we've, we've, got, we've got an opening at the volcano, Leia. Okay, I'll go there, but <laughs> right. actually, we've we've got even a lot more up at the space station. Ah, ah I'll take to the volcano there. Thanks. Uh, I'm more of a land guy. It's like when people, <laughs> but the big volcano layer doesn't they, when have. When they to. would all come to the union, they'd come to the union hall to look for a job. Right, exactly. Like <laughs> I hey. got six people for the space station, <laughs> and like everybody like kind of like looks at their feet, like I don't want to, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to go to the space station. I'm I'm good. I'm good. That that, yeah. that one seems that's a little much. I'll, I'll take I'll take I'll take the unemployment vi- benefits. Thanks. <laughs> that's right. I can see that. <laughs> well, then, by the way, we've seen them. we've seen all the other James Bond movies, and none of these guys, none of these contractors ever fare well. At least in the well, volcano I'm... layer, I could jump off and maybe swim <laughs> to shore. What am I supposed to do up there? <laughs> and we've also seen what Drax does to employees that he fires. He literally six dogs. Oh on my him. god. He said yes. And that and was, would you would you run through the forest or with get on the go kart chasing you or get on the go kart? I get the go kart. Who who did he shoot out of the tree? So that was well. A sniper. That's another one that it was a guy that was going to kill him that Drax wanted to kill him, and then James Bond is going to shoot a, a a dove or whatever, or and quail. he shoots the guy in the tree or and, just gets in and the then car just and walks off. He just leaves. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? You've already you've you've outsmarted the villain slightly. You you know the sniper's there. Like, what is the sniper? What is the villain going to do? Ah, you got me. I tried to kill you. You got me. Yeah, <laughs> like James James Bond gives him a noogie. Like, ah, oh, you you <laughs> rascal. Yeah. I'll show you where the weapons are. Come on, come on. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! It it was definitely a. a well, all of these movies are dated because we're, once again, we're watching all of these through 2022 eyes and not 1979 eyeballs. I mean, looking back at this one now, we got to see the Concorde. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, that was really cool. The Concorde was like, it was something that was in service and people used it. I was intrigued because I only thought the Concorde went from Paris to New York. It, it did at the end because the United States banned... Um, uh, uh, supersonic travel, mock travel over, over the uh, the continent because of the sonic booms. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. It was just such, once again, it's such a long movie. Yes, it is. Yeah, I, I, I would say it's, it's definitely a step down from the last one we watched. Um, I think that we have one more. We have four Your Eyes Only next up, right? And then after that, isn't it <clears throat> the Battle of the Bonds? Two. Oh, there's two. Octop- and then, oh, right, right. then we get back to the weird Sean Connery one. Right. I don't know. Oh, I, that's right. I'm, I'm ready. For, I'm ready for some Timothy Dalton at this point. Just to just. I don't know what's <laughs> lying ahead of us, but I'm ready to change. Uh, and by the way, this was Bernard Lee's last yeah. outing as M. Yep. Because mm-hmm. he, 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 he died, died right after this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, there was one. This is kind of random. When they were in the space shuttle, he and Goodhead trying to blast all the the satellites that were going to kill everybody, and he couldn't hit the last one with the laser beam. He knew exactly what flips switches to flip to go into manual mode to shoot this At laser it, beam. I thing. think it had an, had, an, had a, a note on it, you know. <laughs> I'm, it had a label. I'm yeah. More, I, I'm fine with that because I, I, at that point I'm just going to start flipping stuff. Yes. <laughs> At the beginning of the movie, he flies through the air. He actually flies through the air. That's more impressive. The fact that he can go catch up with somebody diving out of a plane. That's true. Like switches. I, I, I could get this. Now I can do that. <laughs> I'm not going to catch somebody falling out of a plane. Oh. <laughs> and speaking of switches, <laughs> you know, when they get to the space station and all hell's breaking loose there's a switch that it's almost like make the wings fall off of the plane switch yes i forget what it was where it It stopped all the gravity went off call stewardess turn on the air (laughs) exactly make the the space station fall off (laughs) yeah there was a switch he happened to look down and go oh look this one says don't do this it makes everything break exactly oh and the last little bit Uh, Q should oh. never say, oh, I think oh, he's attempting re-entry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, you, you beat me to it. That was the... Mm-hmm. I just couldn't believe when he said that. Oh, I, I think he's attempting re-entry. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Where's HR when you need them? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ugh. I, you know, I actually... I like the... I like the actress that that played her though. She was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. They they play well off of each other, Look. but they're not great yeah. together. They're not as good as as Triple X was in the in the previous movie. Oh no. Yeah. No. Well, all right. So back to the regular Roger Moore's. We had a little bit of a highlight, and back to the. But at least, at least this wasn't Diamonds Are Forever. <laughs> Lucas, where uh, where can people find us? We can be found on the internet at sword and board. On the internet, com. that's <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. That was, I'm sorry, that just that tickled me. Where, where can we be found on the internet? We can be found at swordandboard.podbean.net or .com, I'm sorry. And uh, basically every streaming service that you can find. Board in Boardcast if you have questions or recommendations. We'll be back.
eyes only.